As the first bullet sailed past the car and buried itself with a thud in the sand, Sam began to laugh. They're shooting us with toys, he thought. Remote controls. I saved up my pocket money for something that looked like these when I was nine. How can this be happening? Hold on, Purdue yelled, slamming his foot to the floor and spinning the car through ninety degrees. Sam grunted as Nina was thrown against him by the momentum. There's a canyon up ahead, Nina gasped, pulling herself back into her own seat and consulting the tablet. North Fork or something. Should we be going this way? Can we hide? A bullet found its mark, slamming into the rear of the vehicle, burying itself deep in the chassis with a scream of shredding metal. We can try, said Purdue. When I give the word, be ready to run. Sam spun around and leaned over the back of his seat, scouring the back of the vehicle for anything that might aid them in their escape. It had obviously been equipped for possible danger. There were several shotguns piled on the floor. Deciding that they were worth having, Sam clambered precariously over the back of his seat, yelling a few words of explanation to the others. There was little else to be had. Apart from the guns, all he could find was a can of petrol and a large disc that he recognized as a photographer's reflector, white on one side and silver on the other. He had heard of photojournalists who had found themselves stranded in the desert areas who had used these discs to signal for help. Sam wondered whether that might be the reason for its presence, or whether it might have just been left behind by a photographer who had occupied the vehicle. Either way, he reasoned that the white side might be useful if they needed to deflect the harsh light of the burning sun. By the time Purdue yelled for them to jump, Sam had loaded himself with three shotguns under one arm, a couple of boxes of ammunition in his pocket, the petrol can in one hand, and the reflector in the other. They ran for cover, diving into a patch of sagebrush. Purdue's eyes lit up when he caught sight of Sam's hall. Give that to me, he said, reaching for the petrol can. He peered out from between the branches of the bush. There are more bushes over there, he said, gesturing toward them. Run for those. Take the reflector with you. Hold it over your hiding place, silver side out. I will join you in a moment. Sam handed him a gun, passed another to Nina, and then did as he was told. He and Nina broke cover just in time to see the scout drone circling, searching for anything it would recognize as a human shape. They scrambled into the bushes, and he flung the reflector on top, just as Purdue had instructed. Then they huddled together. Paying no attention to the thorns, Nina pushed the branches apart to see what was going on outside. She regained visibility just as the patch of bushes they had previously sheltered in went up in flames, and she heard Purdue's brief triumphant whoop of laughter as he dashed over to join them. "'That should confuse them,' he gasped, breathless with excitement. "'Smoke will make things a touch more difficult for them. So will the reflector. But we will need to disable them. We have guns, but can either of you shoot?' Sam shook his head. The truth was that he had always had a horror of guns, even before his unfortunate experience with the arms ring. Several people had offered to teach him to shoot, but he had always refused, saying that it was a skill he hoped he would never need. Now, once again, he found himself wishing that he had accepted. "'I can,' said Nina, loading her gun. "'There aren't many advantages to growing up on a farm in the middle of nowhere, but that's one of them. I've never fired anything as fancy as this, but I'm sure the principle's the same.' She took Sam's gun from his hands and quickly showed him how to load it. It's buckshot, so this is going to be more about luck than skill. Just point, squeeze the trigger, and watch out for the kick. If we survive this, I'll give you the advanced tutorial another time. I can do this, Sam told himself, clutching the shotgun as they heard the low growling of the line of drones. Having completed one pass, they were now returning for a second, seeking a clear view. 
Through the billowing smoke, Sam counted five of them, but he was certain there had been more visible from the car. He forced himself to calm his breathing as he looked through the sight. A drone broke cover, bursting out of the cloud of smoke, and Sam's finger closed on the trigger. Seconds later, he shook his head and looked around to find himself in a different position, flat on his back and staring upward at a ceiling of twigs. The jagged branches dug into his back where he had landed on them, and as he pulled himself back into a crouch, he heard the thin material of his shirt rip. The smell of spent gunpowder filled his nostrils. He could taste it, acrid and sulfurous in the back of his throat. The memories were trying to flood back. The vision of a half-destroyed face. I warned you to watch out for the kick, said Nina, with the faintest hint of a smile on her lips. You got one, Purdue cried, pointing in the direction of Sam's shot. Sure enough, a tangle of metal and black plastic was burning brightly in the sand a short distance away. Well done, Sam. I think it